Time now for the latest news, views, and highlights in affiliate marketing. Affiliate Convention presents Affiliate Convention presents Affiliate Cast. Affiliate Cast. Online, on demand, and on site. Affiliate Cast delivers exclusive coverage of Affiliate Convention and the affiliate marketing world. This Affiliate Cast is brought to you by Revenue Wire, powering your online transactions. For more information, visit revenuewire.com today. That's revenuewire.com. Affiliate Cast. Affiliate, Affiliate Cast starts now. Black Hat. Uh, I made my mark and my name in the space by uh, becoming number one in every search engine for the words Viagra, uh, erectile dysfunction, every derivation and misspelling you can imagine, and we were grossing about $40,000 a day in sales. That was a black hat technique. We were cloaking, and we did it all day long. And we actually stood in, in, in a session at SES uh, San Francisco with uh, the guys from Excite, the engine, sitting there telling us it's physically impossible for you to cloak or we'll detect it. Well, tell me, tell me that, you know, four or five million dollars later, six months down the road, you know, they, 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 they look, guys, the, the engines back me up. Right? They tow the line, and it's a corporate line. There are holes to be found. And there are guys that I can see sitting in here that I know find and poke these holes. So let's, let's go down the row, the row here. Really, what Mark was saying here, there, there is some upsides and some downsides for both white hat and, and black hat. Black hat upside is it's short term. It's like a big burst of cash. And you're blowing your wad because nine times out of ten, you better have a large domain portfolio because you're going to burn it. All right. So I, I, anything that you hear discussed, I, I do not recommend that you do this for clients. Okay. Uh, sitting to my left uh, is, of course, I'm, I'm going to put a white hat on his head here. <laughs> hey, he really is. This is my good friend Andrew Beckman. If you were at the party last night. His club, the Lure Lounge. Um, again, Scott Polk. Well, he's going to be a little bit of a gray hat today. That's uh, standing in the middle. Uh, yeah. Then, of course, Frank Watson. Frank Watson is uh, is most definitely uh, a black hat. He, he he knows his white hat as well, but uh, he he's been around the block quite a bit. And of course, Dave Snyder. Um, let's let's start off. I, I want to start off down at the end with Dave. Um, Dave, what is one of the most common misperceptions of black hats? Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing that people don't understand is that <clears throat> there's a difference between um, breaking the law, right, and, and black hat, especially from a search and social media perspective. Because a lot of the times, you know, I hear the, like, okay, they correlate the whole um, cookie stuffing concept and different issues like that, especially if you're working in the affiliate space, those kind of concerns pop up with somebody doing black hat SEO or social media. And the two just aren't a corollary. Um, basically, what black hat is and what it's always been is a way to automate a process as much as possible to get quick results, right? And so it first started off with concepts like cloaking, blog commenting, uh, and then now it's, what it's really moved on to is really just, especially for organic search, link purchases and concepts like that. Um, so a lot of the times... When 
talk to people about what black hat is, they get really angry as if somebody's breaking the law. And the only thing that most people are doing, they're spamming the search engines. Um, and there's actually a positive to that, and I hope we talk about that a little bit. Uh, there's a positive role that a lot of black hats play in the space. Um, and I think when we talk about it a little bit more, you understand that. Well, I would contend, first off, black hat, guys, uh, as much as it is argued that it's you know techniques that could be considered ethical, it actually helps the search engines, folks. It shows them where their weaknesses and flaws are. We are smarter than them at their own game. And because of that, it helps them fine-tune those results. Now, they've never liked that response. They've never liked a black hat standing up saying, I just made $10 million off of one little hole in your algorithm, and boy, that word gets out, and one guy tells one guy, and it's like, you know, beat El It's wildfire. Frank. Yeah, I mean, black hat... I think it's a term that the search engines themselves use to uh, tag people that are doing things that they don't like. Um, you really should be trying some of the methods because otherwise, you know, playing it down the middle is okay, but uh, realistically, you guys want to get good positions in the search so that you can get the traffic. And unfortunately, Google owns 70% of it and they appear like they're the government. But as Mike Gray points out all the time, they're not. I mean, you know, they set us terms and conditions, and you try to break them. I mean, I've done paid search for poker that has initially put traffic towards chimney sites. That way you can get them, you know, because what happens is you know, on the paid side, they'll come through and they'll look at your site to see whether or not they'll give you the term. Certain words are banned. You know, the gambling space is one of them in particular. So you create a chimney site that's selling fireplace pokers. So then you can use the word poker in your terminology and you can actually put code on your page that allows anyone from Google will see the chimney site, but anyone else will see the poker site. That's an example of black hat. Yeah. You know, I mean, you are the people that are coming and then you've got to write your ad in such a way that it's a little ambiguous. Because you know that the vast majority of people that are doing a search for poker are searching for, you know, gaming. They're not searching for fireplace pokers. You've got to also watch it. You've got to spread it out over 15 or 20 of those type of sites based in all different countries and places like that. Because if all of a sudden a chimney site was spending a million dollars a month on the term poker, I think Google's swift enough to realize that you're not doing the right thing, even though they're seeing a chimney site. So, there's, I mean, there's a lot of different things that you can do depending on the space that you're in. And a lot of the times you don't need to. Um, there's one for impression fraud that uh, you turn up your PPC campaign. You can get a bot that will go through and just start a lot of impressions. You don't even have to click on anything, but just generate impressions and no one's getting clicks. So their click, everyone else's click rate goes down. You turn yours back on. You've got a much better click-through rate. So you're getting up to the top for less. So you're saving yourself money. Is it legal? Yeah, there's no law that says you can't do that. No, you it's... just might lose all your money. <clears throat> well, not if you're... See, the thing is, if you're working on AdSense, you've got to be careful because then they just turn you off. And it's right. real annoying if Google owes you about fifty or $60,000 and you've spent twenty to get it 
and all of a sudden they close down your account. So you're out of pocket. <coughs> you know. Now, uh, Andrew, I know you're very client-centric, right? Um, how, how is it that you deal with your clients and keep them on a level of compliance that doesn't threaten or question the ethics of your efforts on right. behalf? Um, well, we have an advantage because the clients that we're dealing with have a lot of age on their domain. They've been around for five to ten years. Normally, when we take over these large accounts, they have a high page rank. So when we're able to um, uh, optimize their on-page sites, we're, we're, we're able to see movement right away. Um, and then they, have, they use a lot of press releases. There's a lot of content for these companies that they're syndicating out. So, and there's already backlinks already there that are already um, before we take over the account. So we just go back, we look at their backlinks, and we start changing the anchor text on those links that are already pointing to them. So we just do a backlink cleanup. Um, and then we use a lot of the content that we can generate through the press releases. So um, that makes it easier. Uh, we contact a lot of uh, sites that are related to our clients, and we ask them nicely if they'd be interested in pointing a link back to us. We don't really go for an anchor text. We just ask for the link. Um, and then, again, like with a lot of the folks in this room here, you guys are starting from scratch, or you might not have high page ranks. So you might be tempted to go the black hat method. On my clients that we deal with their, their sites, it's a little easier uh, road for us to go to attack certain keywords. So. One, of the common, one of the common fallacies, exactly as Darren had said earlier, if you go the, I, I've, I've met lots and lots of black hats. If you go the black hat method, um, you will eventually self-implode. It usually is a matter of time. That matter of time can be anywhere from two to about eight weeks, but you will self-implode. You will get the traffic, eventually it will be discovered, and then the entire thing will be shut down. I've seen also black hatters say, start off black hat, but then switch to white hat. There's, they've um, gotten away with that. And you we, guys can we, tell me what you think of We ask our clients, okay, we look at the paid search data to see what's converting, and then we also ask our clients, what do you see three, six months ahead that are going to be the sales that you want to focus on the keywords you want to go after and then we start optimizing for that because it's not like paid search where you can just start appearing right away you really have to start planning months in advance for what keywords you want to appear on because you start your link building process towards that and that's you have to think way ahead if you're if you are looking for quick hit solutions then you got to go to black hat techniques but if you're looking to build a brand with your domain and um, you really have to plan way ahead um, you know, because it's just going to take its time before you're able to get indexed, then start ranking, then get into what we call the red zone, which is like the first few pages, and then we push you. Because the most of traffic is on the first page, probably like 80% of it, 90%, and then it's the first few results. So if you're on page three or page four, you're really getting tr the trickle effect. So you do have to plan way ahead to rank on the certain terms that you want. And then there are single word terms that are just impossible for you guys to go after at this stage. There's just too much competition. <laughs> There's too much domains, unless you use the techniques that these guys are going I, You have to go after the long tail. There's opportunities. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of opportunities out there. You just got to build content, go after the longer term phrases, 
And then you can compete on the, the, the two word or single word. You just have to plan ahead 12, 18 months ahead. I mean, the, the right, real. I, I disagree. Yeah. I, I'm going to stand up here and say this because not, 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 not 30 days ago, uh, Fred Finder is here and I helped them hit the front page for dating in two weeks. How, 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 what's the age in that domain? Yeah. It, it, it wasn't even done on that domain. That's, that's the trick. Just so that you guys understand what the question there was. Guys, guys, it's really not even a black hat. I didn't want to burn the client. It's a green. (laughs) I didn't want to burn the client, so I did it elsewhere and moved the traffic. Wonder where he got his links from. (laughs) I'm telling you right (laughs) now. Guys, honestly, all this is about is risk. Okay? You have to really look at it from that perspective. It's not white hat, gray hat, or black hat. This is just how we kind of look at it in the industry. It's really about risk. If you're managing clients, then you don't take those types of risks doing your own stuff, you can get more into it. Um, in certain verticals, certain industries, you have to do certain things to rank. There's no other way to get there. If you're in pharmaceutical, gambling, pornography, any of those industries, uh, even some of the finance, you have to start moving toward tactics that the engines do not like you to do. And that's all it really is. You're violating their terms and conditions. And, and nothing I mean, else. The reality, too, is that the engines don't want you to do anything. So like when we talk about link building, like they don't want you to link build, right? Like Matt mm-hmm. says, Great, great content, and then people will link to you. I mean, it's nonsense. Like that's not how it really works. And so it's like you know, like uh, so. Any link building you're doing that you're going out and actively doing is is against what it violates their terms of service. So I mean, like in essence, link building is. And it's not, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. The whole problem is that the search engines make the rules, which is why everybody should start using Bing and, like, let's open up the search market. So, They're so okay? easy to spam. You know? And plus, it's really easy to spam. I'll tell you how to do it. But it's like, you know, like, they, they make the rules, and the rules are always shifting in their favor. And what we have to re- they what they don't really realize is a symbiotic relationship. I mean, they're, they're a huge site. They scrape content, for God's sake, and display it, right? We need them, but they need us as much as that we need them. And so, you know, it's, it's all gray, right? And again, like, like Scott said, depending on your vertical, you have to get dirty sometimes. Like, if you're working in, in pharmaceuticals, you have to buy links. I mean, there's no, I mean. And listen, I've got an email in my inbox from Matt Cutts on one of my domains where he told me, hey, listen, you just need to go out and build some more links. By the way, I just want to let you know, uh, oil man said hi to Hey, okay. <laughs> Big hi to oil man. We are broadcasting this live. One of the uh, one of the black hatters. Um, say that again. Sorry, one one of the one of the black hatters uh, I had at uh, one of the. Oh, events. Todd's totally white. Oh, no, no, so, Todd. Todd switched hats. One, one of the black hatters <laughs> I had at my events. He 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 basically summed this up very simply. And, and uh, follow up on your comment there. Um, he said there are no absolutes in this. What you're doing, there's, there's no such thing. You're not all white, and you're not all black. It's all gray. And there's just different shades of what it is you do, and. Sounds like you guys are talking some techniques. I was hoping you'd get a little bit more into some detail on it. I'll give you, I'll give you one of mine. And it's, it falls under the gray area. Okay? It's not real black hat, black, black hat. Um, it's been described as keyword spamming to some degree. I randomized my sites. I completely randomized my sites. Go to almost any of my conferences. I don't think affiliate convention is randomized. But uh, the way we have it is, is, well, it has to some degree. It's randomized. What we do, for example, we use PHP code. And... It chooses a number between one and whatever. And based on that number, it then gives whatever the text is. And so, for example, I could say, um, I'm standing in the room. You know, that, that sentence. But I could rewrite that sentence about ten different ways. Okay? You could 
you know, you could turn around and write a sentence ten different ways. You guys all took English, so you know how to do this. And so that random number generator will then choose which sentence it's going to display. Now, according to you and me, from a reading comprehension standpoint, we're understanding the same thing, that I am standing in the room. But according to Google, it's night and day. And according to Google, I've changed the website. According to Google, I I'm, I'm updating that website all the damn time. Yeah, but what we also have to remember, though, is it just is one technique search engine, period. So you need to play by the rules that they set. How many people here are using uh, Google Business Center and getting listed in Maps? Not do it. Everyone in here should be, you should go in, register in Google Business Center, give them an address for your business, it, they'll let you put in keywords, and then you'll, you know, when you do a search now, the maps are everywhere. I actually just did an article on it. And you can get yourself listed. So that puts you up higher in the search results without having to even go into the, you know, the, the regular search results. So, I mean, that's going to get spammed. It's going to, you know, they're going to sooner or later come out and change the rules of the game. But you literally can create a whole bunch of, say, Tanning salons, if you're pushing tanning or whatever, even pharmaceuticals, you can do it by every city name. And what happens is you go in and so when someone's looking for something and they're in your or in that area, you're going to pop up in the search results. So, I mean, that's something that it's not black hat, it's not white hat. It's just a method that's not being used a lot by people. So it's local only. It's local only. It's, yeah, it's, it's local, but it, they modified it now that... Instead of used to have just the geo modified phrase, uh, like um, you know Denver Chinese food. If these type in Chinese food now, the maps are popping up. So well, it's, it's geo targeting. Yeah, Google's results are changing. I had a question. I'm Kathy Mueller, and I'm a publisher. Uh, if I work out of my house, do I put my home address in Google Google Maps? If yeah. you want to, if, yeah, but you can put any <laughs> you address know, you want. So, it's all about risk. <laughs> if you want to, as publishers, really have an address. Well, but I mean, it, it depends. Is, is it really? Will it really help you at all with anything that you're trying to do? Well, you're saying to get to the top of the search for what? Results. For Denver Publisher? Yeah. If you think that keyword's important. Yeah, it depends on what you're doing. You know, I mean, whatever the product is that you're that you're promoting. If you know, if you're a writer, uh, you got to look at it in terms of what's bringing you your clients, and then use those terms to be the term and the the area. And, you know, you can buy other domains and have them pop up for every city in America. You know, you can create pages with addresses on them. You know, you can say, we've done work in New York, we've done work in Philadelphia, we've done, you know, just, and then get all of those particular cities listed as well. Oh, and I was also going to say, if, if you're concerned about using your personal address, use a P.O. box. You know, rather than your... They won't accept the P.O. box. You, you, have to, you have to use, like, a Postal Express yeah. or something like that. They're going to mail you a postcard uh, that you have to verify that if you're, like, a single or a telephone. location or a telephone. You can call in. Oh. Yeah, but you can also drop a uh, postal yeah. redirect into the post office for that address in your name, and it'll right. come back oh, to yeah. you. you go to, like, a postal <laughs> 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 yeah, like Before you even do it. <laughs> Postal um, Annex gives you a sweet number versus AFPO box. Just use a UPS uh, store box. It's a street address, and you can geo-target it, pick the middle of the city, wherever all the other competitions clustered around, and just use a PO box. 
How many guys here are post office spammers or something like that? Because uh, <laughs> post office black hatters, because you guys certainly know more about how the post office works. Yeah, quite right. honestly, how many, I. How many I, guys I, are, by the way, are black hatters? Well, Sorry. How many are professed black hatters? You could go ahead, be. Hey, come, on, two. First, come on, we know there's 15, 20 percent of you guys are here. Yes. Okay. Repented. More than pensive. Right. I know that. Okay. Uh, I have, we uh, usually use VoIP numbers, and we buy them in different areas. And I, I, we, we own our own server, and sometimes we can't. So they, they can tell the difference between a VoIP and a regular phone number. So when we do that, we get caught sometimes. Does Google verify that at all? You know what? That's it. What numbers? Or is Google verifying VoIP numbers? I've not run into that. Yeah, no, um, they're using phone numbers for verification. Yeah, the, the phone number verification is one thing, but as far as VoIP. Yeah, of course. Yeah. As far as I know, no. No, they're not noticing that because I've seen stuff in New York that have Philadelphia phone exchanges. Any any ideas on 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 uh, uh, Andrew on on how an affiliate can protect himself from being attacked by by you know, some some ideas on how an affiliate can protect himself from being attacked by let's say a black hatter who's trying to take knock down his Google. He's going after the guy because the guy's ranked really well. He's got, like, say, say, like I said, this portal on, on, on plumbing supplies, and, and now he's getting, hey, I'm losing my ranking because this guy's coming after me. What are some of the things he could do to protect himself from the outset? Um, well, I mean, if, the, if you're losing rankings on a certain phrase, I mean, you really have to start focusing on that term. Uh, that would be probably the best thing. I mean, I've, I've heard of. These guys, what's up? Step up your efforts. Yeah, you have to step up your efforts on those links. I, I'm, I'm sorry. That, that, that is a, this is a plain, flat-out war at that point, okay? It's a war. You go against my terms, I'm going to go and I'm going to flood the top ten with a bunch of different domains, make them all relevant so that the engines aren't complaining because the end-user experience is still the same based on the term. However, that guy trying to shove my stuff down I'm going to go shove him back down to page two because between listing three and five is a 75% attrition in clicks. But by doing that, don't you also put yourself at risk? Ah, in other words, I built, I, site, wait, wait, I built a site up for years, and now all of a sudden I'm going to start doing things that might end up hurting me. I would just focus on your words that make you successful. I wouldn't worry about trying to knock somebody out off the first page. It's too much effort. I mean, there's only so many phrases you can Go, go after just you got to reverse effort. engineer your competitors. Yeah, you got to exactly. use tools like SEO Elite or Aralis that can give you all of their inbound links, so that you know where their traffic's coming from, know what keywords they're using, and and then replicate it. Mm -hmm. Now I've got people that pick up the phone and physically call other people that uh, my competitors are getting links from and talk them out of that link. You know. Well, either that, and it's not or, even... or, or you find a, a poison network, right? And you you go link that co competitor into the poison network, and now they get penalized and they fall. Did I just say that? I mean, the real no, 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 no. All right, all right, all right. So let's say, let's say, for example, I got my plumbing site, and you decide to link me out to some poison networks. What recourse do I have? Can I call Google on the phone and say, "Yo, hey, I'm I, you know, I honestly, I'm sorry, I doubt that you're going to be penalized for that at all. Doubt it." You need to be, what you need to be doing is if, if you're really active in search marketing, you need to be looking at your link portfolio on a constant basis. Because if you're looking at your link portfolio on a constant basis, you're going to really tell if somebody's, I mean, because they're going to throw thousands of links at your site really quick. 
And so you're going to be able to see the difference and then contact that. Ne- that network doesn't want to be pointing to you if, right. if you're not the one who paid for it. And so like, they'll t- get them to take you down. Um, and then maybe even go to Google and, and put in something that says, hey, I noticed this. I want to let you know I found it. But, I mean, the real thing is you have to – you can't wait for it to happen to you. You have to, right. put, you have to put things sure, right. in place. And my whole thing, too, is like everybody's like, hey, reverse engineer your competitors. Be better than your competitors, right? So if you're, like, in the, the plumbing space, you know, go out and find different areas for links that are better that are going to differentiate your link portfolio. That's, I mean, that's where, like, the really creative SEOs and, and link builders are, are doing. They're, they're finding places that people are, aren't necessarily going after, differentiating their link portfolio, making it more relevant, and, and really coming, you know, yeah. that yeah. way. I, Google Webmaster Tools is a great uh, way for you to see what, you know, links are pointing to Google. I mean, I would, I'm sure those engineers are definitely going in the Google Webmaster Tools of your account and looking at where your link neighborhoods are and you know if you're residing in places that look spammy i would start calling up those sites and start asking them to remove your links um if you think you might get penalized i mean that's it happens I mean that's what they're doing there are more and more people are starting to look at the at where the links are being um originated from and you know that's how you can get yourself a minus 30 minus 50 um and then you have to now start creating a case. you got to go clean it up, and then you got to go create a case to get yourself off the penalty, and you're just wasting more time when you could have been going out and getting more uh, quality links to help your efforts to move up the rankings. Yes, so sign up. So, David, David, you made it sound like getting, getting attacked is actually a good thing, right? You said, like, hey, you get beat up. It's like that old comic book, like, you know, ad that they used to have. The guy gets beat up on the beach, and he loses his girlfriend, then he goes back to the gym, he works himself out. And he goes back and beats the guy back up, and he's now he's got a girlfriend back. And that's what we made. Well, we, we, that's what we made because like you attack my site, okay, I get knocked down, but now I come back and I go after different keywords, and now I come back up again. Is that is that if what, you're not, what you're, if you're not getting beat up? Like you're not playing in a competitive area. Okay, I'm just playing it simple. It's it's it's, it's like Scott said, PPC, Porn Pills Casino, right? That's that's the big <laughs> fighting ground. Right? I say that it really is. <laughs> now, obviously, the herbals have taken over tremendously. You know, um, it's a big thing. And there's techniques, guys. There, there's software out there. I mean, you can go and spend thousands of dollars on stuff off the shelf that will go and post random, crazy stuff that is relevant, that's, that changes to thousands of forums and thousands of blogs. You, you can spend tons of money on this. But what these guys are saying is, is if you're focusing on building good, solid, relevant content, and you're building good, solid, relevant backlinks, then it really takes those black hats a lot longer to knock you down. And it can also make it impossible. Yeah, I mean, you have yeah. to think, you have to change yeah. your thinking a lot because people always think about uh, quantity when they think about link count. Right? Like, I mean, and let's get back to this. If you don't know a lot about search, like the algorithms almost all break down to links. Like, if I can get the, mo- the best links, I'm going to go. But it's not about the quantity, it's the quality. If I can get a really kick-ass link, yeah. then, you know, I can do better than my competitor. And so, you know, that's where a lot of, like, the novice black hats come in. They start just building a ton of links, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, the smarter guys that have been around, you know, like, yeah. Naylor always tells me, like, I just need, like, those two links to get a site ranked or something, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's like, you know, that's what it's about. It's about that quality. And you can take that same, I mean, all of these concepts, again, like, the black hat, white hat, it's really nonsense. Like, they're all applicable to each area that you're in. It's all about um, risk. Yeah, and it's, it's all about risk to reward ratio and like what, what are you doing? What are your outcomes that you want to set? And again, like 
the only people that are making this an issue are really the engines, right? Like, and then they make everybody else really mad, and they're like, these people are bad. But think about it. There's nobody regulating the engines, right? There's no, there's nobody, there's no regulatory. Well, the body. government has stepped in right once. now. Federal, right. Federal Trade Commission stepped in once back when a guy took, uh, I want to say it was like the encyclopedia, and blew like there were Disney terms, Pokemon terms, and he was redirecting them to porn sites. And he was in an, uh, in a country that had extradition. They extradited him. He's in jail today. So, they, like, so like for me, the real regulatory body, though, is the black hat in this space, right? He's the person pointing, like, we're the people that are saying, hey, here's what's wrong. Here's how it needs to be fixed. And people don't understand that. Like, right. like it's people like us that find out what's wrong with the engines oh, and like get it fixed. If not, like, and we're the ones who improve your quality of your search engines, too, <laughs> because yeah, the, they would the be really bad. invite us in, by the way. Just so you know, the engines will invite a crew of black hats in to sit down and kick around the algorithm and tell them, what are we doing wrong? What can we do better? I've made, I've made a few mistakes right, before. I've gotten some stuff kicked right. out. Yeah, <laughs> I did have a question in regards to uh, parasite hosting, and as far as when you started out, you said legalities, black hat's kind of not exactly illegal. In some regards, whenever you say high-ranking terms like Viagra or whatnot, they come hosted up on EDU links sometimes, and is that typically gained through illegal means? Uh, well, I had, uh, I, had Pfizer, I had Pfizer send me cease and desist, and I, I told them to bite off. You know, unless it's a court-ordered cease and desist, it's meaningless, right? Just because I outranked Pfizer, you know, for, for their own term, it didn't mean anything. So now, does it mean that because you're, you're outranking a brand for their own name, does it mean that they won't come after you? Not necessarily. Um, like you, you're running some risk there. But you know, again, like if you've got the listing and you've got that brand, pick up the phone, man. Sell the traffic to them. Exactly. That's what I was <laughs> going to say. Yeah. If you're dealing they, with copyrighted, I mean, if you're dealing with copyrighted items, items you're, 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 you're running a, like Disney. You're, you're, anything Disney related, you're, 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 you're running a. Yeah, you're going to get a letter. Yeah, but you can go out. You can actually in that area. You can go out and use all of the social media. There's a few of them. Mike Strecko has one that um, will get you any particular word you want, as long as it's available across 60 social media sites. And what happens is you use use keywords. Don't use your own name. You use keywords to get positioned because the ranking for Twitter. If you go in and do a search for yourself, you'll see your Twitter profile, your LinkedIn profile. Those sort of things will pop up. So what you want to do is use keywords instead of your own name for the profile name and then you'll pop up someone will click on it and you have a link that comes out like, of there like the to facebook your names. site go on new facebook names <laughs> i just yeah. wanted to say so i mean there's there's methodologies in there that you can you can use things that work well that you're just subverting a little you know heather's smiling No, he got the he got the generic term. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say real quick for those of you who raised your hand when he asked for the self-professed black hatters, could you find me and give me your business card, please? <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Black hatters generally don't have business cards. That's one thing <laughs> yeah. I found also. Yeah, you, will, not. you will find a clean white sheet just, of paper with nothing on it, caught, maybe written in invisible ink. Yeah. If you get caught, your domain's going to get banned, and you'll, you'll never make another dime. 
So let's say you do put up an affiliate site and you decide to use some black hat strategies. Do you use, uh, do private registration? And do you put it on a total different IP address than any of your other? Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, do you use a look, fake look, look. name in your get a, registration? Get a class I mean, that you can burn. Okay, get a class C that you can burn. Go put it off on a server away from everything else that's meaningful to you. And then play. <laughs> I, I would it register them. their algorithm. Registered on different names. I wouldn't. Making your domain you know, information you private <laughs> doesn't mean anything <laughs> because Google is a registrar. Hey, you, yeah, that private stuff does not yeah. work. It doesn't it work. Does Google it. can request it and get it. Yeah, but I mean, Google okay, themselves well, that's, are that's a registrar. Yeah, so, they registrar. Have, so can't they just, like, you know, you do a black hat site somewhere. Can't they just look at your information, your credit card information, you know, and then look at all the other sites that you got and penalize you that way? You don't think they don't? Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why we said this is a short run game. Black hats make a lot of money fast, basically, but it costs them a lot of money because they burn a lot of. Basically, resources. don't do it unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. Otherwise, you will end up destroying all of your money. I mean, it's that simple. If you know what you're doing, it's one thing. If you don't know what you're doing, do not attempt it. And if you really want to give your or money hire away like that, that any one of us up here will take it. If you want a long-term solution, then you'll be white yeah, hat. If you want to protect your business, do not do black hat. Yeah. Unless you know what you're doing. And honestly... You yeah, be, I mean, it's, yeah. it's fun. You know, if you like living on the edge. Um, but you know, not if you're counting on it. Yeah, if you... You've got to have certain... Map out a part of what you do as pure as the driven snow that's going to bring in your needed amount of money and then do stuff on the edge. Make because sure you don't want to risk your livelihood, you know, because right. it, it happens. And, I mean, it happens to businesses all the time that aren't even doing anything wrong when Google makes a shift in their algorithm. Or if they want to make an example of yeah. even, I mean, a company as large as BMW. Yeah, right. They'll remove them right. completely. You know, you know, the... The fastest white hat technique that I think for ranking would be to build out um, your URL with the keyword at the end and write out very compelling copy that you can link bait and get and syndicate out where you can get a lot of links and uh, a lot of volume links back to that page. I've seen a lot of success that way with social media and that's I think the, the way that we're taking a lot of our clients where we're building a lot of content, submitting with the Reddit, stumble upon, um, and, and and dig and just get it out there and acquiring a lot of links. And I'm seeing these pages pop pretty quickly. Why? That, that's that's just his strategy. That's his, that's just my that's strategy. his strategy. Now, keywords within the URL structures are important for multiple reasons, but I mean, like what we do is an architecture thing. I, I mean, the SEO I do, I do what we call siloing. So it's a whole different theory and philosophy behind it as well. But yeah, I mean, keywords in your URLs are going to help. A lot of times what people will do is they will link to you, not with anchor text, That's but it. your URL. That's my yeah. reason. Therefore, that URL right. then becomes your anchor text. Because if I'm, if I'm putting out the article, I'm not going to say, hey, can you anchor text debt consolidation? I have to just get generic links back you know, with no anchor text. So I'm putting the keyword on the URL. Yeah, I mean, for the social... Excuse me? Those are both, honestly, I'm going to, they're both myths. You have to test it. Try it out. I mean, otherwise, there's no way of actually And with the strategy he's talking about, too, it's really most important to have a strong title. Like, if you're doing social promotion oh, sure. via sure. 
stuff. I mean, that's really what our company specializes in is uh, social promotion on, on large sites uh, is, the, is, the, is the actual title. You know, so if you're doing, and there's like a lot of people that would call that black hat social media as well, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm on a panel at SES where I'm sure I'm going to get yelled at a lot about that. So uh, people don't like the fact they say, oh, you're spamming. And it's like, no, I'm giving you good content. You're reciprocating links to me, right? That's right. It's a good relationship. I like it. And so it's having, if you have a good title, if you have a really good title with keyword rich anchor text, like the people like will link back to it. Like if you say, you know, top uh, 10 funniest Viagra spam mails, right? Now you got some really nice uh, links with Viagra and then sure. all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question here. Gentlemen, I, I have a question, and it's about assets. So I'm, my name is David Wolf. I come from Centrix. I'm a former Black Hat SEO guy. Hundreds of websites, millions of pages, lots of free traffic. And the way that it is now uh, is we essentially built a search engine. And the methodology that we use is currently used by hundreds of link buyers all around the world, SEO teams of many large companies. And the methodology that we have, at least in-house, is that there are three things for SEO, content, links, and assets. So we've discussed content and on-page optimization. We've discussed links and link building, and that's why we built a link search engine. But one part that we haven't discussed or is only referred to is assets. So this is what we call the Technicolor hat, where we, we create these little colored bars that measure digital assets, digital media, the use of technology, the, brand, the use of TLDs, brand protection, uh, where we're taking absolutely everything that we possibly can that's on the website with a, an expert checklist, such as favorites icons, how well built is the source code, how well integrated is CSS, JavaScript, uh, how savvy are all the media files that are on the site, is it a rich website, is the website old, and also how many years into the future has it been invested? So these are all parts of what we consider assets. And I'm curious, what do you guys think about assets, about this other part of SEO. So he's talking about like reputation management where if there's like a negative listing on a keyword and you want to remove that from the first page, is that what you're alluding to? Your sounds more assets? like structure, like structure the website. The code. I think you're talking about, a, are you talking about engagement objects like images, video, things like content, that? Textual content, architecture. Yeah, well, uh, that's about, all important as well. Those are assets. Absolutely. I'll give you an example. For instance, Webmaster Radio did something very, very different that hasn't been done before with media assets, okay? Um, podcasting, right? We do tons of radio shows all the time. Well, what, did, what did we want to do? We wanted that physical media file as well as the page that it, it resided on. We wanted the media file to be optimized. So how do we do that? Well, I went to the Philippines, and uh, you can find transcribers really cheap in Manila, by the way. And what do they do? They transcribe all of my podcasts, and I get back flat text. Then what do I do? I go and I shove that flat text into the ID3 tag, the comment section, because you could put war and peace inside of that. And it does it make the media file a little larger? Sure, but what happens? Every spoken word in that media file is now embedded on the media file as well, and it's crawlable. By the way, also, I, I spent an evening one day looking at, you know, video, because obviously you guys are probably noticing a video is picking up. Uh, are you guys, I, mean, I imagine you guys are doing video as well, because video is picking up. And I noticed that if you look, obviously, at the W3 org, you know, all the HTML coding, 
uh, requirements that they have. One of them is embed, and the embed embeds usually used in flash video, the embed code. And then there's attributes, and there's lots of attributes which are not used, which are SEOable. You can do a lot with that. You guys do anything video related in this or no? Um, with video, yeah, but we're optimizing the, the pages themselves for the video, not the videos. Same reason comes down to is there's a trust factor. Anything that you can spam, the trust factor is lessened considerably. So ID3 tags, yeah, stuffing on, them in there. Come on. Would you, uh, it, it, the trust factor is not going to be there. Well, who, who would agree that that's relevant? It's put put word, if you, word, if you transcribed an entire video or transcribed an entire audio things. and put it in ID3 tag, yeah. sure that should be relevant. Why should it be relevant? So, is that relevant. Transcript? Of course it's relevant, but how trustworthy is that? When you can put Viagra, 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 Viagra in the same thing. Right. Now that, that's, that's where the trust different. factor comes. What, you think people aren't going to do that, though? Of course they are. Of course. They, they, so they that's will. where the trust factor on objects like that being embedded in there is going to lessen. Optimize your on-page stuff and the pages that actually house the content, then you can rank for that well. That could also be considered ADA compliant to provide somebody who's, uh, who's deaf Sure. Absolutely. And you can feed them uh, erotic stories. Absolutely. It's getting hot. This is what I thought, but you're running out of time. Okay, I'm a (laughs) podcaster as well, so this is relevant to me. Um, If you put all that transcription, because I get my podcast transcribed as well, if you put... I actually post that for added page content exactly. to my site. So right. if I put that in the tag, won't that hit me or get me slapped for I've redundant never, content? I've never no. seen it be treated redundant because as a media file, it's, it's looked at as something totally separate. And, and you look at uh, Yahoo Podcasts, for instance. They, they didn't last very long. But they, were, they, they created a whole other tag as well for, for trying to help you optimize the file. They wanted the file optimized because if, if the engines are now going out there and searching files and being able to index the contents of PDF files, why in the hell should you be able to index the content of the multi- multimedia file? Google's had that ability for about two years. I know uh, that. Yeah. yeah. One thing also, just before I have Mike, one thing you do need to worry about, okay, that I've, I've had a session on video, you know, video and stuff like that on the net, and we, we talked about the last five minutes about black hat and video, and that's scary. But you can get around. And what the black hatters are doing in video is they're copying your video. And they're taking the video, chopping it up, taking the beginning off because that's part of your logo, taking the end of it off because that's part of your logo. The most of the middle of it doesn't have anything there. And they're basically changing the time so it's not exactly the same time as your video. Now it's a different video when they put it up on YouTube. So they took your video, copied it, and put their stuff at the beginning at the end. So what you need to do is make sure your logo's throughout that video anywhere. That's one thing I, I learned on, on video spamming. Um, a lot of the social medias like Twitter, they, they'll create a small URL. And the credit for the URL goes to, you know, tiny URL. Is it bad that you create your own uh, small URL and have redirects on no. there? You use a service like uh, Clam. Like it's KL.am. They do 301 redirects, and you can choose the actual slug itself. So but, you can actually but, put a keyword in there. But if I, have, if I create a small URL and use that again and again and again for 301 Direct, is that well, going to kill my search engine? The 301 engine? is, I mean, any link equity or whatever that is, is being passed directly through it. Right. Just goes, rump hits it, and just goes right, right to where you're. So those tiny URLs are not, over the long term, any threat? Because I kind of perceive Unless them. Unless somebody hijacks the link. Because I've heard some bad news. 
ones you can customize yeah. are not unless unless right. you have some shady guy out there who's hijacking your link equity, right? <laughs> who's got a tiny URL service and he's like, hey. This guy got a bunch of links for Viagra. I think I'm on a 301. Think, yes, I'm going to hijack his tiny URL and point it t- towards my Viagra site. Yeah. You have to like really go with a trusted person. The reason he brought up Clam is because it was built by a really reputable SEO. It was built by the guy from that built Raven SEO tools. We know everything is going on. And you just have to make sure that anything that you're doing on the web, if you're doing it for search engine purposes, that you know where it's coming from and where it's going. You know? I mean, I, over, over the long term, just to answer that, it's gonna, <coughs> who knows? As of right now, they're working just fine. Yeah, I think I think eventually the uh, short URLs they're going to figure out some kind of um, Twitter and whatnot because I mean it's just getting too yeah. bogged down it, with that. It, it is know. big. Bit, Bitly is also a big one. Um, you know, for some reason they you know the the Libyan uh, you know TLD is is popping up with a lot of services for short URLs, and the idea is is that they're also applying live statistics to it. So, you know, you, you find the ethics issue. I'm going to go and grab, you know, somebody's blog that's creating lots of great content, run right over to uh, maybe Twitter feed, apply Bitly to it. Now someone else is building my content and Twitter. Bad. Don't do that. You will get banned and you will get sued. I had a question about domain registration names. So are they coming after you if you're taking a brand like Nike or Sony and so they're not letting you. I mean, you can register the domain, but the moment you start using it unethically, they shut you down. Is that what's uh, going on? If you start using Sony and anything, more than likely Dude. they will legally shut you. Down. Yeah, if you yeah. just register the name, you're gonna get a letter. It'll run. Yeah, and I, as, soon, as soon as they're aware of it, yeah. And if you don't want to give it up, then be prepared to lose your house and everything else because they'll tie you up. And leave. I want an auction. Sitting in this room right now, who who has uh, an issue with Disney? And let's just say you don't want that. I have, a, I have actually, I, I bought an auction, and it was like 20 domain names or something like that. One of them was three-letter. Okay? Three-letter. I got it for $246. Okay? It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe the guy gave it to me. Yeah, $246. You know, he was desperate for cash. He was in Pittsburgh or something. Anyway, one of the 10 domain names, which I didn't personally care about, was bellsouth.name. Okay? I own it. I, it. It expired, I think, a week ago or something. Of course I was going to renew it. My God. I don't want to go up against these guys. It's gone. I don't care. But, but yeah, no, no. Bell, if I renewed it, Bell South would be, I'd be getting a hundred. Um, these companies essentially are building out multiple domains to build traffic for their own brand. So, I mean, flip is a four-letter word you can use in a lot of different ways. But Sony, okay, is very specific. I'm just saying there are a lot of brands out there that could probably be argued that it's a pretty generic term, flip. And if you happen to have an affiliate know, ad on the side... You're absolutely 100% right, correct, but you're going to be arguing with lawyers who are going to tell you you're incorrect. So are you, you want to do that. Right. I think the opportunity with affiliate SEO is not finding the Disneys and the Sonys of the world, but those, uh, the ones that have a brand but not as big, and they, only, they don't have all the 10 listings in their domain, or, and you can rank on their domain and receive that branded traffic. Um, there's, I think there's a lot of opportunity there that people don't exploit. Some and you build them out and sell them. I've registered um, you know, domain names, I've registered social names, and I've been approached by the people because they weren't quick enough to get them. And it's, yeah, I'll sell them for you for a thousand bucks. So, I mean, there are ways of doing all that. There's some companies that are out there that are constantly looking 
in the search results for their own name. Most people should be. But all of a sudden, they start seeing Twitter, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. you know, what's this? And they go through, what? someone in the company do this? No. So they shoot out an email to you and say, you know, what's going on? You say, well, I'm a big fan of your product. You know, uh, I figured I'd throw some <laughs> stuff up there. And, <laughs> sell it and you can CNN, sell it. CNN yeah. News, breaking news yeah, there's alternative ways of making money doing that type of thing. Even if you're in the affiliate space, you can do it for the brand and say, like, okay, you either it improves your affiliate relationship with them, or you know, you just sell it outright. You know, it's just a time and effort. You've got to weigh in on what what it's worth to you. A lot of the stuff you can do relatively quickly. So, and there's what's the name of Mike Strecko's social media? Thing? Uh, it's called Noam now, like. I think it's Jordan. It's K N O W E M dot com, and he'll uh, like he actually has some enterprise level stuff too. So if you're an agency, you should probably check it out because he'll help. It's really good with ORM stuff. We use it with ORM, so and he can give me some money later on for him. But yeah, that that'll go out and register sixty or seventy of them. Ladies and gentlemen, shades of gray. Shades of gray. Do you guys like it? You guys like this? Cool. All right, we're going to break for about uh, five, ten minutes while we set up the beer and everything, and then we'll have the final panel. Guys, th- please thank our panelists. Thank you. Thank you. Hope they gave you advice, helped you guys get more revenue. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Affiliate Cast. Affiliate Cast. Presented by Affiliate Convention.